Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. Hello, Tara. Hello, Jill. How are you? I'm good. We had uh, we had graduation this past weekend. Woo! Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. So my son, as you know, Beckett graduated and from high school, and um, very exciting. One of the things, though, that as a stylist, I just wanted to chat with you about is so at his school there's no like cap and gown thing so he puts like he has to sew a crest on his on his jacket and his his blazer um but for the girls I don't know I find this kind of weird for the girls it's like they dress in white yeah so white dresses and like flower crowns if you want a flower crown you you could not have paid me in high school to put a flower crown on and a white, probably not a white dress either. Like to graduate, it was very interesting. So what, um, I always wondered what's with the crowns. I probably would have definitely worn one, but what, <laughs> just because it's a headpiece, but what is with that? What's the symbolism or what is that? Because I don't actually know. I think if I were a girl mom, I would know, but oh. I don't. I don't know. And I know it's a choice. Because you're not the your school's not the only one that does that. There's other schools that have the girls in white doing that. So Okay. It's, it's gotta be something. I just always wondered what it was. Alright, so if anyone listening has any clue what the crown the flower crowns are for, we would love to hear. I know you can choose not to wear it, which is good. There also was one girl who was dressed in like a white shirt and beige pants and like you know, khakis, yeah. um, which I respect as well. Uh, but I have to say the, the white dresses, I mean, barely a bathing suit, like just, I mean, it's graduation people. This is not the time to be boobalicious, you know? Yeah. I saw pictures of that too. You know, it was funny is we have friends whose kids went to prom, like I think last week. And so they were, I, I wanted to see the pictures and they said we were so happy the girls actually wore floor length dresses. Like it's mm-hmm. not bar mitzvah or this bat mitzvah where, you know, and, but now we, then you get to graduation and it's like all, all over again. They were like tube tops. It was, it's crazy. And, yeah. You know what? I don't know what it is. It's something about that age group where it's like less is more like you just like the, you want to show off every part of your body like it's just I don't understand I don't really understand it like yeah. I actually think in our age group that happens too sometimes <laughs> yes and you know it's so funny is I, if I look back on pictures of me in college I was like a I look like a, a man like we wore <laughs> oversized flannels way too big of clothes I was like yeah we probably could have like used a stylist in the other direction like what were we thinking we all look like boys but you know, my sister, who's much younger, 10 years younger than me, she, she had a whole different look, you know, it was more like a fitted, not cropped, but still like, mm-hmm. like a human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, you know, it, it just comes in waves, I guess. But I don't know, less is definitely more for this group. Yeah, like even at the bat mitzvahs, it's like, I, I mean, barely there, the yeah. dresses. It's really interesting. Anyways, so speaking of age groups, uh, so today we wanted to chat about working with different, um, age groups, like different, you know, I think you and I are probably are in our forties and fifties. <laughs> I'm in my forties. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yes. um, I'm 50. I got one more year. 
You got one more year. And, uh, you know, and I think in particular, because both of us work with or run like startup-y businesses, not startup-y, but like small businesses. Um, I think a lot of the, you know, a lot of the folks we work with are younger, typically, or for me, they tend to be younger, although I do also work with some older, (laughs) some older folks as well. Um, but what do you think the big, like, what are some of the big differences you notice when working with like younger folks or older folks? Well, it's interesting because I just had an experience with both. And so let me start with the older, because I think we tend to like focus more on the younger, but I did work with this older woman recently and it was incredibly painful because (laughs) she, she didn't want to actually do what she needed to do. She put it on me as if she didn't know how to do it, which could be true. There were probably things she didn't know how to do, but that was not my job description. And I, I'm very good about setting boundaries also because I don't have the time. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I can only give so much, but she, she was like wanting me to do her job because I think she didn't know what she was doing. And so that's just a lack of knowledge on her part, which is something that she needed to figure out. Whereas I think with the younger, it's like they know so much that they don't even want to be told anything. Like they're already there. Like I'm the one that doesn't know. So they're like, you know, don't even tell me how to do this. I'm going to get it done kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And I think also with older, um, older folks, that I work with, they're used to in, in their careers, cause they've had a long career. They're used to having like assistants, assistants or people who work for them who do a lot of the stuff. And so they, they have trouble operating as a, as an independent operator without those, you know, support, supporting roles. And that's not my role. Right. <laughs> like I'm not going to be the assistant. Um, I also think that, you know, and I, I, I feel this way even at my age, like a lot of times, like the technology is sort of overtaking you, right? Like, and, but it's not the, if you're going to stay in business, the solution is not to like run away from it and just pretend like it's not happening. You actually have to learn what you need to learn. And so, you know, I think sort of saying like, I just don't do that because I've never done it before and I just don't do that technology is just not an option. Like you need to learn how to do it and you should. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm in a good example of that. There are, there are a lot of things that I don't know how to do that you've actually had to teach me because I did at some point have somebody helping me, but you know, people go and things change and like, you need to know how to do your stuff. Like, yeah. And, and that's a really important piece that I had to learn that and it's also once you start to learn it, it's not that hard, but you do that's your responsibility. And this older woman, I think she just felt like she could push it off on me, and I didn't when it wasn't allow that. Now, on the younger side, there is this um, sense of I know everything and everything has to happen really quickly, and that's frustrating in itself. My husband also works with younger people. And I think that their sense of entitlement is a little bit of an issue. And the fact that everything can get done so fast, I guess, not, I mean, I don't even mean it like that. I just think that instant gratification, I think is more the word that I'm looking for. 
Yeah, like two-day shipping, one-day shipping. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I think that's that's true. I've experienced that as well, although on the flip side, I feel like the youngest generation of workers are um, – much more in tune with work-life balance and like you can't get in touch with them on the weekends. I mean, you probably can't, but that, that is, it's like a given that Friday they log off and they don't, you know, they don't really respond to work things over the weekend, which I think is really healthy. And I sort of wish I had grown up in that, in that, you know? Yeah. I think that they really are. Self-care is really important to them. And I think that's good. The other thing that I have noticed too is that when I say a sense of entitlement, I think that there's this lack of like respect in terms of like working with your, with elder. I'm not going to call myself an elder, but I am. (laughs) And I think, you know, and when, even so just on a personal level, like I still call my parents friends, my friends' parents by their last name, but that's how I was raised, right? My kids call parents from their first name but there's still a respect level but sometimes I think that in the in the younger generation things that they know so much they miss that respect part of let me respect this person because they actually I'm working for them right and so I need to show them that sometimes that miss is missing yeah I agree I even noticed that with some of my kids' friends that they call me Jill, which I'm okay with. Like I, I would, I would tell them to call me Jill, but it is sort of interesting that their first go at it is Jill and not Mrs. Crave. It's like my first go at it as a kid would have been Mrs. Whatever, and then let them correct me. But st- yeah. I still would never call my friends' parents, yeah, by their first name. No, no. So I wonder what the next generation after that will be because (laughs) hopefully, I mean, everybody has their thing every generation, right? And I think um, we'll have to see what that is. But I'm sure that every generation has their their stuff about us, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. So I just think it's when you work with these people, you have to have a lot of patience. And you have to remember that they're coming from a different perspective. We didn't grow up with the internet that gave us something in two seconds. We had to go to a dictionary and actually look up the word. We had to go to the library and find the book. Like these were things that took time, but that mm-hmm. that time piece has totally is out of their realm of existence. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to remember that they're not coming from a bad place. They're just coming from a different place. Yeah, I know there was, it's uh, interesting at my, at my daughter's school, some of the kids um, in one of our classes got a two week suspension because they used like chat GPT to, to write an essay, which is so stupid because the teachers totally know what to do. They plug it into that other thing and it tells them that it's, it's, you know, artificially generated. And it's like, how stupid can you be? Like, you think they're not going to figure it out? So, but they got, it was the end of the year. So that now they have a mandatory two week suspension at the beginning of next year. Wow. But I'm like, they should have been kicked out. It's that is cheating. They should be kicked out of the school. Yeah. But these are like modern problems, right? Like kids are going to be doing that. So we've actually had conversations about that. Like that is like the next thing that it's just too easy. But like I said, they're the language that chat GBT uses is not the language that a whatever 11th grader uses right so don't be so stupid yeah I mean they're get it's getting better though at it so 
Yeah, I think. I know. Well, anyways, if you guys have any uh, comments or questions, let us know. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Pleated Shorts. Running Shorts. Board Shorts.